Welcome to this month's Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of True Balance International and the Transformation Goddess Experience. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. Today it is my pleasure to introduce you to Lillian Obogo. Lillian's passion in this life is empowering women. As a goddess creator, she guides women to redefine their self-relationships and sensuality, taking them on a journey to rediscover themselves as the desirable, delicious, sensuous, and femi-fierce women that they are. Welcome, Lillian. Thank you, Shanna, for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here and that we got to know each other a few months ago via a telephone conversation, and I love your work, and I'm really, really grateful to have you here with us today, celebrating you and your work in the world with this Divine Feminine Spotlight. Thank you so much for having me on. I'd like to begin today with asking you a question that I, that I like to ask every woman that I interview, and because I know that there's been a lot of change in our, in our lives, and I'd like you to tell us about a change that you've made in the last 12 months that has transformed your life? Well, oh, the you know, the last 12 months has been a whole layered and myriad of processes and things that have gone on for me. But if I pick on one thing, the one thing I can pinpoint is coming into my own as an energy practitioner. Mm. You know, and first and foremost, in that time, it's first of all, stripping away from me the the veils of who I thought I was, who I thought I should be, and how I should show up in the world, and the resistance I held, especially the resistance, because first of all, you know, being black, being um, African, there are certain things we we think we don't do as a under our tribe banner as black women, we don't do this, we don't, you know, and I was struggling with that, my own self-perception. And then I was struggling with a particular gremlin, which I discovered is where I, I'm working from a people's perceived notion of who I should be. Mm. Boy, oh boy, that is, that is something that um, I hear from so many women and and so tell me um, how you moved through that transformation and lowered those veils and and really embraced the gorgeous woman that you are. You know what? Um, when I first thing I had to do was stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I had to put down the arms because it's terrible when you're fighting yourself. Mm-hmm. You can fight something external, but to fight yourself is is a, it's a waste of vital energy so I stopped fighting and I claimed and I claimed who I was the first thing I claimed was I'm clairaudient Mm. and you know and being able to claim that was actually being able to say it no doubt about it no (laughs) doubt about it you know was actually being able to say it in public and not fear being stoned (laughs) (laughs) oh well congratulations that's huge it is, it is, it is. And the second step was I had to get comfortable with my purpose for being in this world. And one of it was sensuality. One of it was getting really comfortable in the idea of sensuality and my body and the changes my body is going through. 
And the other part of that and the flip side of that, what that opened up for me was I had to be able to hear the wisdom of my own Yoni. And not only did I had to hear her wisdom, I had to acknowledge my Yoni had wisdom. And for women who don't know what the word Yoni is, is Sanskrit for vagina and being able to say the word vagina without blinking, wincing, or thinking, I shouldn't say that in public. <laughs> right on. <laughs> oh, wow. So you have really had such a, I just, I keep thinking of, you know, opening, like a, a heart opening, yes. a, just this, this wonderful allowing and, and claiming and, and stepping into that power and sensuality and wow that's that's really that's really excellent it is it is and it's there are days when I go oh my god what have I opened up and it's like well you know what it's it's I've opened up to myself Mm -hmm. and there will be a lot of women and please anybody who is going through something where they think that any part of their body is meant to be hidden away in the dark and note your body is beautiful and yes, you can say the word vagina in public. Yes. If you don't, you know, you can say the word yoni. You, But more especially, give her, you know, allow her own name to come through. Because you know what's funny? We're the ones as women with a hang-up. Think about it. Men have less hang-ups with their bodies. Yeah. Men have a closer relationship with their bodies than women. They go, oh, no, uh, little Freddie likes blondes. Yeah. And I tell Freddie to behave this way. And it's like. And he will regale you with tales of what him and Freddie have gotten up to. (laughs) (laughs) But we are the ones that have this part of us that has great wisdom, great power, great ability to guide us right. And we avoid tapping into that. Yeah, yeah, good point. So that leads me to to the next part, because I know that that in, in claiming your clear audience and claiming your sensuality and opening to yourself that you've got to have some favorite sacred rituals around all of this transformation. I do. I, I absolutely do. And some of them for me, because I love when I start connecting in with being my feminine self, I sometimes like to go really simple and I start with baths and people think, you take a bath to connect in. I go, yes, I stop because we as women, we're constantly moving. We're constantly doing, we're constantly being, we're constantly, constantly. So I take a bath and sometimes I would plan out this elaborate bath where it's, there's music, there's candles, there's bubbles, there's, you know, there's rose petals, everything. I plan what I call my Cleopatra bath Mm. and I just lay there. Mm. You know, and sometimes I get creative. I make bath salts at home and I make face masks with, you know, honey and milk. And I, I'm like, if it was good enough for Cleopatra, it's good enough for me. So I, I do it all. And <laughs> I just, I chill. Yeah, I do too. I am there with you <laughs> at that. Last night I had the most wonderful, simple bath with just that peaceful time to sink in and and soak it up and be quiet and and just love myself up the way that I deserve to and I, it's so interesting that you bring up the bath so 
Many women bring up the bath, the ones who have figured out what they need and how they need to care for themselves, often start there. Yeah. And then, and I know this to be true for you and for me, that there are women that we know that are a bath. I don't have time for a bath. Oh. How would I ever take a bath? You know? (laughs) (laughs) So they go kicking and screaming to to have that that first bath that maybe they haven't had in 20 years. And I actually think it's hilarious when you actually see a grown woman literally almost ready to fight you. Yes. Because you say, go and take a bath. I know (laughs) it. it, They're like channeling their inner child that didn't want to clean their body or something. I don't know. Oh my goodness. How else I how else do you embody being a divine feminine goddess? Oh, this one is really simple. I love to dance. Mm. So I throw on music at home and I will throw down. I would make it, you know, make the music loud, make it really really loud and then I will dance and it's sometimes it's and it's nothing to sometimes it's just to the most random things and because I'm a child of an era I love I grew up on musicals Mm. so I will throw on big band style music and Chicago is my favorite musical ever followed by Porgy and Bess but Chicago has some really great music to dance to oh it really does I had the opportunity to see Chicago on Broadway in New York City, and um, it just blew my mind. I saw it in London, and yeah. my favorite song has to be the Cell Block Tango. Mm. It's just something so intensely roar, feminine, powerful that ah, that yeah, you had it coming to you. So yeah. you you basically had yourself to blame. And if 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 I killed you, it wasn't murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You just brought up some really great memories, and now I'm going to have to listen, absolutely listen to the uh, to the soundtrack because, yeah, powerful, powerful music yeah. for sure. Mm. So has dancing been a part of your life for, for a long time? Yeah, I love dancing, and sometimes it's just you put on music, run around the house, and dance. I, I, I clean to, to, to music, and I clean, and, I, and I'm even when I dance for me because my brain does not do the whole sit and still and meditate. Mm-hmm. So when I dance, that's meditation for me. Okay. When I move, it's meditation. It's and it's healing because oh, yeah. I get to connect in with my body. And you know, then I also do a bit of belly dance, and then I throw that in there, and it connects me back to the fact that my body is meant to move. Mm-hmm. That is so true. That's great. I'm closing my eyes and just picturing you just totally taking over the space in in your home. <laughs> <laughs> It's, you know, it's so fun and to just, um, to just turn the music on and bust a move. Just do it. Yep. You know, I channel my inner diva and, you know, I'm dancing, I'm singing. Listen, I sing off key. I am terrible at singing, but I so love doing it and I will do it and I'm at home, so I don't care. And we, <laughs> you know? It's I, I do it to my heart's content because there's something about being able to feel free enough in yourself to just enjoy it. And, oh, yeah. you know, dancing is something you can do at home. Yeah. So you can connect in. You can figure out what does your body want. And sometimes it's just to dance and be silly like you were five. Right. And that's blissful. It sure is. It sure is. Well, everyone listening, we invite you to dance today. 
Yes. Because if you begin it, you'll continue, I promise. Often if I'm in front of the computer too long, and um, which I seem to be uh, in front of the computer quite a bit, as so many are, to just take a break and put on a great song and just dance around for even if it's just two or three minutes to get your energy moving, get your blood pumping, and then it just changes everything. I totally Mm. agree. I Mm. totally agree. And pick something that you like. For me, because I love a whole range of music, sometimes I'll go to the, I'll do the hip hop. I'll do, I love Miami bass because it has a lot of bass to it and I'll move around and I'm jumping. I love my big band music. I love different sorts of music and I do the big jazz thing and I'm doing my thing and throw myself around and it, it makes me feel good. Uh-huh. Yes. Absolutely. So tell me, uh, congratulations on your international best-selling book, Success in High Heels. Thank you. I'd love to know more about your contribution. Well, you see, this this book, is, is, I wish I could call it just a book. It's a, it's a whole feast because <laughs> this, this was a feast created by 30 women in total, and each woman contributed a lesson, uh, or in, in this case, keeping with the food theme, a course to this feast and we all brought our different levels of magic to it and shared and it was a book of collaboration and so my 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 collaboration my contribution to this feast was titled impacting your business by discovering the wisdom of your sensual goddess Mm. yeah and essentially it's all about tapping into our true feminine gifts and how we can use them to create a more expansive business and life. And I do so by highlighting ways by which we can hone, strengthen, and trust. And that's the important thing is to trust. Trust the feminine gifts that we have. So I talk about how we need to you know, stand up for our desires. So it's about putting our desires first mm. and speaking up for what we want. And, you know, and when we are able to speak up for what we want, let's say, in our business, Uh in our lives, we just have a potential to have just a more beautiful life. Because speaking for our desires, one of the things that we don't do enough as women is actually being true to our desires and saying, I want so-and-so, or I don't want so-and-so, you know, and especially in this wake of the secret where we're told we're not supposed to say what we, you know, we shouldn't you know, put out what we don't want, we forget to say that we, it's also in our capacity to say, I don't want this uh-huh. and be honest to it and then speak for our desires. And, you know, the same way we champion our friends, our lovers, our children, we owe it to our desires to champion them. We owe it to us to champion our desires in the same way. I couldn't agree with you more. Oh, I'm just, I'm excited to uh, <laughs> have the opportunity to, to read Success in High Heels and certainly um, dig into, uh, I'll, I'll read your chapter first. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to come together in collaboration with, with oh, women yeah. through, um, through manuscripts, and I've got some experience doing that as well, and have really grown uh, fond of so many of my co-authors over the years, and each showing up with a a teaching that we can use, and, and I'm sure that that's um, what you found with uh, your collaboration in, in this international bestseller. 
Well, actually, we found that and more. We've found a family, so to speak. Because, first of all, the women that are in this book, the age range is so vast. And the location of everyone is, we have somebody in the Bahamas, we have somebody in Australia. We, so it's a global fest, yes. and, but then it's a, it's a feast of women of different eras and generations. So we have some women who were part of this project who are grandmothers yeah. who have been mothers and they're, they're empress stage of their lives. So you have those of us who are just coming up to our queen stage of our goddessness. And, and it's that learning from greatness and that respect and there and just the magic each of us brings oh yeah oh yeah wow yeah it's powerful it's it's really really a a powerful thing and and it is a family and my my first um collaboration and i think it was in 2010 maybe 2009 when it came out was wake up women be happy healthy and wealthy and we too had a lot of a lot of representation from women in their early 20s until their uh, mid-70s. And, and like you, to have these stories and, and coming together with this transparency and sharing and all for the greater good of women who, uh, who are ready to bring this all in and soak this all up. And so I, I congratulate you. I'm gr- really happy for you and, Thank you and for the women that came together to um, put this great offering Thank out you. into the world. <laughs> so I would love to know, you have so much going on in your dynamic life, and I would love to know what programs and offerings are on the horizon for you. Well, I have a few things unfolding, and, you know, from one of them is my part of my baby, what I call my baby projects, and that's it's Mastering the Art of Your Seductive Communication. And for me, this is actually very powerful because I want women to get to a place where they can use your seductive communication at work, and also in their relationships. Tell me what you mean by the art of seductive communication. Well, seductive communication is being able to ask for what you want, be honest with what you need, and ensure that you get what you want without the other party losing out. Mm, Okay, thank you. So continue. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and and when I talk about this for business, people look at me like, "How can you? What? Am right. I going to go into work and flirt? Um, I, I see um, a hearing in my future from the um, department of the HR department being sued for sexual harassment." I go, "No, it's not necessarily that way, but there is lessons to be learned when we invite ourselves to be open to." using the full breadth of our seductive communication because and I use it from the archetype standpoint because if you are going into a negotiation room and you take the fight out of a negotiation and you make it that you focus on the person that you're negotiating with you make them your central focus you treat them like your object of desire mm-hmm. you're able to focus on their needs understand what that is make it match and align with yours so you invite them over to your side of the table and have them willing to meet your needs as well because you've met theirs. Isn't that Mm. more useful than having to strife and struggle and have this giant boardroom table and spend hours and hours and then it comes out that one party wins and the other party goes home feeling like they've lost and been kicked between their legs? Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a much better way to be in, in the world and in business for sure. 
Exactly. And then when we use that for our personal lives, there are slightly more tweaks to it and understanding why touch is important, understanding the what I call the seven patterns of touch and how to use that. Mm. And as we program that, when we go out on dates, we don't touch because we're seen a certain way. So it's how to master that art of touching because you want to be unforgettable when you go on a date. So since you want to be unforgettable, you have to program in to your object of desire that you are unforgettable. Mm, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so that's a, that's a program that you're working on. And, and yes. when, when will that be available for our listeners? That will be available. Um, where are we now? We're just in May. That will be available from the end of May. And I'm looking to provide it as an online program as well. And so to go through the, you know, the whole process of how to master the art of touch and th- the other processes. So that will be at the end of May. Oh, and, great. Yes. And the other program I'm working on is the Archetype Matrix Discovery for Personal and Business Success. Excellent. And when will that be available? That will be fully available by June. Oh, and great. this and this is basically working through the archetypes that block us and understand where we block where we get blocked, why we're blocked, what are we resisting, and what do we need to be open to. And this is where we get in touch with our magnificent selves. And this, I'm sure, is has been um, designed based on your personal experience in the last twelve months. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think programs are always so much more powerful and and supportive when when that is the case. So I'm glad to hear that you've you've taken your transformation and are going to to share it and and help other women move through. Um, we, we are so similar. We are we are all in this together. And to and to have a a teacher share from her own experience and in order to help others is is really cool. So I commend you on that. Thank you. Tell us how our listeners can connect with you. How would you prefer that they connect with you? Well, I'm very easy to connect with. So you can email me, and that's at goddesscreator at lillianobogo.com. So that's L-I-L-L-I-A-N-O-G-B-O-G-O-H.com, and it's goddesscreator. If that is challenging, look for me under my name via Twitter, and we can connect there. Or you can go to my website, which is www.lillianobogo.com. Oh, fabulous. Thank you. And I think you might have a free gift for our listeners today. I'd love for you to tell us what that's all about. Well, I actually have two. What I have is two downloads to some great um, audio meditation. One is a womb clearing meditation, which invites you to clear your womb space so you can prepare it, so you can start listening to that powerhouse space that you have, that where all our wisdom comes from as women and I have this womb clearing, which I have created and I share with women. And the next one is the goddess visualization exercise. Mm, thank you so much. That's so generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been such a pleasure to share time with you today. And 30 minutes really does fly by fast. But um, I'm just honored to be a part of your circle and that um, and that you chose to come and play with us at Transformation Goddess and share your gifts and uh, please keep in touch and as your new offerings come out we'll make sure to support you in in your endeavors and and get uh, more information out to the women who are ready uh, for their divine feminine unfolding. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you and your amazing women. And I'm actually just saying that um, the work that you do, Shan, is actually absolutely necessary for women. And I'm so glad to be part of your circle as well. Oh, thank you, Lillian. Well, until we come together again, I wish you all the best. And again, thanks so much for sharing your brilliance with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. You're invited to visit TransformationGoddess.com to receive Shan's enchanting four-part audio series for supportive practices to awaken your inner goddess.